0: used to be on Tinder, right?
1: I was for a brief moment in time. And I was on Tinder. So
0: what were the like hallmarks and tenets of your uh, profile pictures? Were you posting a oh. bunch of thirst traps or what Whoa. did you do?
1: I don't really think I have any thirst traps in my photography... Um, collection. Mm, okay. Um, I think I just did like some photo, like the first photo is just me, only me, you know, outside where I was camping. But it's just me in the photo, so no one's confused as to who this person is. Okay,
0: smart. Because
1: a lot of people do the group photos, and you're like, I have to guess. Um, and then a photo with me and friends. Mm-hmm. Like I do have friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was one, like a funny photo of me being a dark lord in a bush, but maybe. Funny, yeah. And then, <laughs> um. <laughs> I can't remember what else. Maybe something of me doing something in my career. Right. Like with a microphone. Okay. Yeah. So it was just like a... And a cat probably. Right. Involved in one of the photos.
0: Right. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's like a real... You know, if you're doing it right, you're really trying to present who you are as a person... Through these pictures, I guess, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. You kind of want to show, you know, your hobbies, your career, Mm. the things you like to do for fun. So you kind of get a snapshot without doing all the reading and actually getting to know the person.
0: 100%, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. um, I've never had to do a Tinder picture, but I do have a ready-made... Picture of me holding a fish up, which I know is the law. You, if you're right. a dude, you have to have this picture of you holding a fish. And we were talking about it this morning. We were filling in for the morning show, and so it's just like, I figured that this was all about. There's two classic Tinder pictures everyone talks about for dudes. Uh, it's the uh, holding a fish up, yeah, and it's the petting a baby tiger. Yes. The baby tiger. I've actually read all kinds of think pieces about why this maybe is. And it's just like dudes just have this obsession of a certain age with Calvin and Hobbes. And so they're like reliving this childhood, you know, fantasy of being best friends with a tiger.
1: Weird. I did not know that was connected. Are you just making that up?
0: No, it's true. I mean, like, it's a theory. Yeah. And then, of course, it shows, like, hey, hey, girl, what's up? I'm exotic and I'm well-traveled. I, I paid 40 rupees to uh Touch tiger. this
1: animal in captivity. Yeah, that's right. Oh, this is so Drugged attractive. animal. Like, those photos, for me, really do a good job of weeding out what I'm not looking for, <laughs> usually. I mean, I don't mind someone who goes fishing. That's fine. Like, sure. that's a cool hobby to have, whatever. I'm just like, the fish is not impressive to me. I don't know why you're showing off this fish. I'm just like... what okay you you went on a boat then what are you not going to catch a fish like (laughs) i don't care what is this supposed to represent oh the bigger the fish the bigger the man you are you know (laughs) i like i don't see what the big deal is i don't care if you catch a big fish also fishing i feel like (laughs) is just one of those things it's totally by chance right you just happened to catch a big fish oh
0: no no no
1: and then you have to reel it in. I guess that's what's the hard part, right? No. Oh
0: no! Oh no! No 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 no! You, you. Uh, being a good fisherman is oh, there's so much
1: to it. Oh.
0: Picking the tackle, knowing what time of day to be on the water.
1: There's worms involved, Morning, I guess.
0: Yes, putting the worm on the hook. Did you bait the hook properly? Oh yeah. Oh, it's a real sport. The, the casting so important. How fast were you trolling? Yeah. Oh, it's just there's so much to it. Okay.
1: Well, I don't care <laughs> about that. So,
0: <laughs> I thought the fish thing, I thought it was like one of those like, I can provide for you. I will give, you know, because if it comes down to it and the apocalypse happens, well, at least I know where to go and find food for us. Oh, the ocean. Right. <laughs> but we got this amazing other look at it that I think strikes so into the heart of the truth of the matter.
1: It says, it's a specific type of guy that posts the fishing pictures. The type of guy that's a little bit insecure after catching a fish is the only time they feel comfortable asking their friend to take a picture of them. It's the only time they feel like smiling for a picture isn't stupid. The fish is just a prop to distract from the guy. Something to hide behind. That is a read. That is Mm, such a read.
0: That's a real read. Oh
1: my gosh. I feel like they should have that if they have Tinder just as a quote on their Tinder profile description.
0: Yes. Well, uh, yeah, for sure. If I was looking for a partner and this person has that type of insight into the psychology of people with fish pictures.
1: I'd be like, let's go on a Zoom date. Let's maybe go for a socially distant walk, my man.
0: Let's make out with our masks on. Oh my God, <laughs> you missed it this morning. After you left the control room, and was on TV again. The oh, health yeah. professionals were just like, they kind of glossed over it, but they were like, if you meet someone new, keep a mask on.
1: <laughs> right. Just like, uh, if you want to get intimate, put a mask on. Um, the
0: virus is in your spit, so it's not in your hoo-ha goof juice. <laughs> in your spit, so don't swap spit with anybody, but you can still do hoo-ha business.
1: Yeah. I mean, weird. Like, I I don't (laughs) think anyone's going to do that, honestly. You know, if they're already that close and they want to be kissing, chances are, like, yeah, you both got it if you got it.
2: I think so, too. Yeah.
1: It's like, yeah, you can kiss with the mask on or just avoid kissing. Maybe that could be a fun thing to do. Um, Make it. Sexy.
0: My partner and I smooch so often that when we're in like a gas station, then we just both mask up, you know, to like yeah. get snacks and browse magazines. We look at each other and we're like, "Oh, we can't kiss right now. Oh, We'll have to wait till we get back out to the car.
1: Oh, but I guess that's what's different too. It's like you guys have been together for a while before pandemic. So right. if anyone's hopping into new relationships or don't know if they want to get into a relationship yet, um, yeah, wear a mask. Also, man, I find like The type of kissing is very important when it comes to finding a mate.
0: Oh, yes. If
1: they're not good at kissing, ooh, I'm not saying it's a deal breaker, but, like, there's some things you got to work on.
0: I'll give someone two tries. Yeah. And even after two tries, I'll try and, like, teach them how to kiss. Yeah. It's like... It's like a coaching, like a guiding and a leading because I'm such yes. a good kisser. I'm just like,
1: oh, well, you think you're a good kisser. You, no, you I just, am. I'm
0: really good. But uh, I just I just know. But, you know, and then you just like, here, just do this. And I con- some
1: people are beyond help, though. I constantly think like, am I a bad kisser? Like, I don't know. I'm I I think I'm good at kissing, mm-hmm. but I will never know. And there's sometimes I'm like, what if this whole time I'm a terrible kisser? What? What? Wow. You know?
0: (laughs) I know. I know because I've never told the. There's one person in my life who was the worst kisser and I tried and tried and she just never got better and all her relationships always fall apart and I want to go to her and be like, I think it's because you're bad at kissing.
1: (laughs) And I never have but like, I should do her that service. Yeah. I mean, it's good to like say what you like. You know, you could do it in that way. It's like, oh, I like when you do this with your lips when you kiss. I didn't like anything she did. It was
0: (laughs) so brutally bad. It was so bad. Uh, But I would never tell her. So that's right. Maybe you have a whole bunch of people walking around in your life. who Know that you're bad, but would never tell you. And then here's you. I'm good at kissing. (laughs) Well, we're going to get into a long weekend. So enjoy your long weekend if uh, you have one as well. And if you're listening to this podcast, certainly during the long weekend. Um, That's why we mentioned the fishing thing, because I'm going fishing, and I likely will get a a fresh-up version of me holding a picture. Oh,
1: yeah. That's Uh, right.
0: You're going on a boat, a sailboat.
1: Yeah, everyone's so excited about that. I'm probably more excited than Uh, I am. It's
0: the sweetest. Is it?
1: Okay, then I'll be excited about it. I don't go on boats very often, but I I don't know. I guess it'll be really nice. Because my uh, boyfriend's parents, they got a sailboat, which is like... Oof, what a treat. And That's a delight. the thing. You-
0: oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Marry rich, Jen. Marry rich. I don't know if they're rich, but they have a boat. They're <sighs> rich enough. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to. You know what? I'll- oh, fuck. Sure, I'll get married. Don't do it. <laughs> I know.
0: I don't, don't want to. to. Don't do it for the I'm boat. Really but I'm, I am jealous you're going on a sailboat. That's super rad. It's, yeah. it's, uh, boats are the greatest, except for that they are endless, bottomless money pits. So yeah. the happiest day of your life, as well as... The worst day of your life is when you buy a boat and then likewise the opposite when you sell your boat and get rid of it because it's just such a money pit suck.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know what? I have a feeling that my car that I just bought is going to be that.
0: I was going to ask you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: As I uh, start, you know, fixing it up a little bit. It's an 86 Cabrio. I'm just realizing I'm just throwing money. Luckily, my boyfriend is a, uh, like a mechanical engineer, so he yeah. can fix everything for me. So I just pay for parts a dream but still adds up yeah oh my gosh yeah just us? nonstop um so that's fine that's my boat it's my land boat
0: it's really, yeah, you're like yeah. used to that yeah. feeling. Um, are you hanging a mask from your rearview window? I've seen that I was. maneuver. It's the new Fuzzy Dice. Everyone's got the mask up That's there. That's
1: right. I was for a bit. Um, it was good to just have that extra there, and then I brought it inside. But when I see people with that, I'm like, it's also like a statement. It's like, I believe in the mask. Right. It works. Let's do that, guys.
0: Yeah, I so. fully feel that as well. I feel like The Rock, when he today was talking about it earlier this week, right? Mm-hmm. Talking about how he... His whole family got sick with COVID. Right. And then he came out and he was just like, yeah, everyone wear a mask. It's really brutal. I'm the rock. I'm strong. I can punch anything away from me, but not this virus. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice.
1: All right. Well, enjoy the podcast. Have a great weekend and we'll talk next week.
0: And now it's time for Tired Thoughts with Paul and Jenny.
1: If magic was real then it would be a branch of science. I'd like to study magic.
0: It's always annoying when you can't jump in a video game, but if you're honest, how often do you jump in real life?
1: Hmm. You never hear elevator music in elevators anymore. Oh.
0: Since yawning is contagious, maybe there's someone who started an endless yawn chain with. even knowing about it. That was Tired Thoughts with Paul and Jenny.
1: A big day today. A new word was added to the dictionary. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jabroni!
0: Jabroni is officially in the dictionary. Dictionary.com added it.
1: So that is a, a word that The Rock is known uh, to use all the time, and mm-hmm. he's the one who definitely made it popular. But I was wondering like, where it actually came from. And through a little bit of Googling, Mm -hmm. we found out the origin. Yeah. Well, The Rock was saying that was actually, um, well, here's him talking about the word jabroni.
0: Jabroni. And now the word jabroni is connected uh, (laughs) to me. When a lot of people think, oh, jabroni, oh, yeah, yeah, it's A Rock's word. No, 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 no. It's not my word. It's the Iron Sheik's word. Ah. Iron Sheik was the one (laughs) who would use the word jabroni. Backstage, and it became this
1: legendary iron chic speak.
0: Isn't that amazing? It yeah. didn't even come from like some other place, it came from just more wrestling.
1: Right, and then I looked into it even further just okay. to see the origin of the word like, where the heck did this word come from? Yeah, uh, people are thinking that it's an alteration of what means ham in Italian, which okay. is giamboni. Yes. And <laughs> so I think, like, they're just calling each other hams, Right. which I love. I like that, too.
0: And, uh, you know, if I ever do want to, like, use something like it, but that's not jabroni and bite the rocks like that, mm-hmm. I'm just going to start calling everybody a gabagool. Uh, you stupid gabagool.
1: What's a gabagool?
0: Oh, my God. It's just the best cured meat there is. <laughs>
1: It was pretty nice to see that uh, the B.C. government has uh, put out $3.5 million to clean up coastlines around B.C. Mm. It's along the Great Bear rainforest, and it's uh, to support the tourism industry and coastal First Nations communities during the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, This is excellent. So they're going to get a whole bunch of marine vessels out there and uh, just clean up the shorelines and the coastlines and just really do a good scraping of it. uh, Because, yeah, we're just constantly throwing garbage into uh, the ocean. But it's nice to see that the province cares about that, about, you know, the environment and the Water, that's what makes BC so great, yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, I was because I was up there right earlier this summer, and mm-hmm. uh, I was impressed by for the most part how clean it was. But for somewhere so pristine, it was weird to see any amount of garbage. Do you notice what I want to call out right now? Um, uh, whenever we do our uh, beach cleanups and whatever like that, we're always talking about the uh cigarette butts, mm-hmm. it's like pound for pound, one of the most littered items. Yesterday, I saw a guy. Literally do the classic take a last drag and then the flick. Like oh the, no! The hard flick. Now, this was downtown Victoria, right, mm-hmm. in a parking lot. So I get it. It's not like he's flicking it into the woods or up in some pristine coastal wilderness. Mm-hmm. But can we just take that completely out of. Look, I get it. We're a cool move, right? <sighs> See you later. Poof. You know, you do the flick. Yeah. But we're done. I- like, you need to. Tuck your butt away. (laughs) Do something with your butt so I don't have to be dealing
1: with your butt. Just start a marketing campaign. Just a little PSA. Tuck your butt away. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, you know, there are people also on the other side of it who are doing incredible things in their community and taking that initiative and deciding to, because there aren't, you know, say, big group uh, beach cleanups, like with the Surfrider Foundation, they're Mm -hmm. deciding to do it on their own. And those people, I think, deserve to be recognized. Uh, So if you know anyone who is doing some incredible community work, even as simple as just going to beaches and cleaning up garbage once in a while uh, you can nominate them for zoner of the week
0: and if you know someone who flicks their butts you can nominate them <laughs> to shut up
1: <laughs> to tuck their butt away <laughs>
0: Well, he promised he would do it, and Elon Musk is one step closer to putting an internet-ready communication chip straight into your brain.
1: That's right, and this week he unveiled a pig called Gertrude with a coin-sized computer chip in her brain to show off his plans to create a working brain-to-machine interface.
0: And we know what you're thinking, when will this pig get a Twitter account?
1: She already does! And we have the super secret handle, so now we're going to read you some of Gertrude the pig's first tweets. Okay, this one says, oink.
0: Wow, okay, wow, it
1: works. Oh, this one says oink oink. Oh, super neat. Oh, here's one. Oink oink, hashtag Black Lives Matter, hashtag defund the police. Wow, that is one
0: smart pig. Oh, man, I was uh, watching a whole thing last night about, because everyone's still kind of up in arms about this John A. McDonald statue that got torn down in Quebec. Mm-hmm. Um, so now it is quite terrifying. You sent this picture to me of where that statue is right now. And it's, like, hidden. It's kind of behind some, like, a makeshift uh, uh, yeah. plywood cave that they've made in a little fence. And the, <laughs> the head seems to be back on the statue. Yeah. But then there's, like, a bag over it with some, like, rope around the neck.
1: Yeah, it's uh, quite a terrifying scene. Um, but, I mean, great. Right? Yeah.
0: Okay. And then the thing I was watching last night about it, Jen, was just like, uh, there's now a disagreement between like mm. the premier of Quebec and the mayor of the town and everything, and being like are we going to put this thing back up or not? We were thinking of taking it down anyways. Mm-hmm. Do we put it back up just to make a point and then decide what to do? Or should we just decide we're going to take it down to so just let it stay down? Like how much tax money do we have to spend on the statue?
1: Right. I think this is just a clear indication that the public does not want the statue there. And this is going to be an ongoing thing. They're going to have, you know, vandalism in the newspaper like we have right. here in Victoria too. Uh, so I'm thinking we need to just, you know, do something with them, right? If you don't want to completely destroy the... A statue because maybe the artist behind it wants to keep it or mm-hmm. or just the history behind it or whatever we just have to kind of get creative and I'm thinking like maybe we can just put them either in the ocean or Make as like like a like yeah an artificial reef or something or something for scuba divers to go see or maybe <laughs> uh, put them in like a paintball arena so people can just you know get the paint that they want on it anyway there in a place that's fun and safe.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think literally we down with that? No. <laughs> um, to quote uh, my favorite archaeologist, it belongs in a museum,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Indiana Jones. And <laughs> if you're looking for something to replace, pick, you know, today, by the way, is the day in history that Terry Fox had to call his Marathon of Hope. There we go. I have been to the Terry Fox statue just outside of Thunder Bay. It is wonderful. It is inspirational. We can do better with the statues.
1: We were just talking about what are your staple items when you go to the grocery store with something you always have.
0: Okay, I'm going, and I have $100. You can go one of two ways. One, I need to fuel myself oh. with lean protein and just spicy vegetables. Spicy so I get vegetables. chicken breast, and I get broccoli, and that's it. $100 oh. <laughs> of chicken breast and broccoli. Fuel. Food is nothing but fuel that goes to your body. You. I
1: just want to put out that he said spicy <laughs> vegetables and said Broccoli—that's the spiciest vegetable I know. That's now, for sure.
0: The other way it could go is, I spend two hundred dollars on in the chip aisle.
1: Oh, chips are so cheap, you know.
0: Chips are cheap, but They're I could cheap. I could just fill a carton with chips and be like, yeah. and a cookies, like a package of cookies to go on top of the chips. Snacks. <laughs> Come home with me, Snacks. We have
1: two sides of you, hey? I'm
0: going to sleep in you. I'm just going <laughs> to sleep with the bed all around me with snacks.
1: Um, Yeah, my go-tos are fat so peanut butter, uh-huh. always, Um, especially when it's on sale. I'll even double up. Yep. Uh, Bananas, sourdough bread, bananas. eggs. Bananas. Yeah, that's like my go-to. That'll get me through a week if I need to. And yeah, the eggs, you can just make whatever you need when you need to, yeah.
0: Bananas are such a waste of time.
1: I don't think so. They make a smoothie. I don't think they make they a do- breakfast. Yeah, I oh, like the way they, they, they taste, but I don't, the most perfect I don't think fruit.
0: there's any nutrition in that. Bananas, the thing about bananas is that you said it was a staple. So I, if is, you it, are, have $100 to spend in the grocery store, you, for what, the week, you're going to go for bananas?
1: A bundle of bananas.
0: Even as like far as fruit go, a bunch of bananas. Not
1: apples? I might get an apple. Not as... Necessary as a banana in my house And the reason why is bananas are so So cheap They make a smoothie And I drink a lot of smoothies So I gotta have them They're also the best peanut butter vessel in my opinion And I always get peanut butter And they're nutritious, they're really good for you Now. Nope. They're full of potassium.
0: The, okay, well now now you're buying into the propaganda as well because here listen Prop to this. A banana. <laughs> Here's the message we got. Paul, bananas are a waste of time. They are packed with neutrinos, bud. 89 calories, <laughs> high in potassium, vitamin C and B6, decent amount of carbs, and high on fiber to keep you on the reg. Ha ha ha. Yeah. That's the energy that came out that. What how do you know off the top of your head how many calories are in a banana? Not by the way, 89 calories? For that? That's what I'm saying. It's not like I hate bananas. I just think
1: pfft, What? Pfft, what would you rather
0: have? Pfft, for that amount of calories, that amount of money, that amount of eating. Apple.
1: Apple is expensive. What two ninety nine per pound sometimes?
0: Yeah, and I'll guess what I'll go for the four ninety nine jazz if that's what it oh takes. My okay, gosh. no We're apples are good. Apple money. a day and a banana. We
1: only have a hundred dollars here. Mm. Okay,
0: so who is right, me <sighs> or Jenny? Our bananas are bananas overrated? Here's the final question. I'll just put it to you this way. Okay, don't don't be nostalgic for a smoothie that you had once, or like if you mix it with strawberries. Okay. Or you freeze it with peanut butter, yeah, all delicious for banana. But if you had, if a genie came and was like, "You can only eat a banana a day or an apple a day for the rest of your life," if you chose a banana, by day six they'd be piling up and collecting fruit flies. You would mm. be hating them so much. No, you I'd would be eating wish, them fast enough. You'd be wishing for the juicy, tart, crispy crunch of an apple.
1: No, I would. I would have probably two bananas a day. And I always eat them Two before they go bananas. bad because I love bananas that much. Anyway.
0: It takes a big man to admit when he's wrong, and I'm a big, gigantic man. And so guess what? Everyone, thanks for the all the messages. Not a single vote for apples being the better fruit. Everyone says
1: bananas. Okay. It's the obvious choice. And also,
0: um, I hope a mean genie never tells you that you have to eat a banana every know, day because you are going to be really upset. You
1: know what's so great is that you don't even need a genie in order to get a banana every day because they're so cheap and you want to eat them. So it's great, you know?
0: A curse. A horrible curse. A banana Someone did
1: have a good point, though, that um, your dental bill goes up uh, if you are eating apples all the time because of the acidity. In, no. So that's that's a great point. No, moving on, moving on. Okay, something positive that did come out <laughs> of the um past- this horrible <laughs> banana talk. <laughs> Something positive that came out of the pandemic was the amount of patios that we're seeing in Victoria. It yeah. is so nice to walk down Government Street and just have so many options for, you know, eating and drinking outdoors. And, yeah, it's just kind of actually made me go to more restaurants because the patio is just so welcoming, especially mm-hmm. in summer in Victoria. But a lot of people are now questioning what's going to happen in the fall. I see when... it,
0: too. I see, like, these patios blossoming, and I'm just like, okay, time's a ticking on this. Yeah,
1: and winter as well yeah. you know it does get really rainy here so um after i think it was a czech news article they interviewed a bunch of local businesses uh, on government street and beyond in victoria and they were saying that a lot of them have purchased heat lamps and some of them are actually looking at tenting the patios okay. which i think is fantastic and there's nothing better than sitting out on a warm patio with like the sound of rain pitter pattering oh, above yeah. you right yeah i love that um or maybe just like hand out ponchos on the patio <laughs>
0: Very cool. Like masks, but ponchos? Yeah,
1: masks and ponchos. Why not? Okay, well, here's
0: what I have an idea now, Jen. Let me know how you think about this. Because I feel for the restaurants that don't have patio spaces or haven't been able to expand outdoors. So we've heard that, you know, a good breeze and the outdoorsiness is what can blow COVID away, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm talking (laughs) about, I want big, gigantic industrial fans inside, just blasting you constantly in the face, blowing all the COVID away. I would would feel a lot better (laughs) to not have to scream the entire time and like over the loudness of the fan i would feel better eating inside if there was constant blowing going but what on
1: what if that wouldn't that just circulate the air more from no, other tables no, no. and everything i just don't not. see that going you take well all the
0: windows off did mean- i mention that part of the plan you take the windows <laughs> off
1: so you're outside pretty much with uh, big air blowing yes okay you take the hundreds of thousands of dollars that it will take to do the research on this particular idea and then come back to me okay Okay. Carrie says, "Shout out to apples, the far superior fruit to bananas." Oh, uh, hey, oh, sorry, that's, that's not, not right. right. Hey, it's, not, it's right. It's not it. right. Bananas are superior.
0: We we put we, we're trying to put this to bed, but I
1: think we just. How did. about
0: think about how many disgusting black bananas are in your freezer right now, and you lie to yourself and lie to yourself.
1: I'll make banana bread out of I it, but you let it.
0: Bread. Oh, you do too.
1: Yeah, I do too.
0: With social unrest raging in the United States, there's now some concern that violent anarchists are using cans of soup as dangerous projectiles. And
1: then when they get caught, they say, no, this is soup for my family. Well, I don't know if this makes me a radical, but I can certainly chuck a chicken noodle.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm no extremist, but I can sling a cream of celery.
1: I can launch a butternut squash bisque.
0: Hurl a cream of mushroom and garlic.
1: Toss a tomato and basil.
0: Fling a French onion. Send off a stroganoff. Rocket a broccoli and cheese.
1: Put a nice curveball on a rice gumbo. Put a perfect spiral on an Italian wedding. Dump out a dumpling. Fire off a foe. Grip it and rip it on a New England clam chowder. Huh.
0: I mean, I hope we're not extremists. Hey, some good news to start the show with today.
1: Yeah, really good news.
0: Quick turnaround on this, too, comparatively.
1: Yes. Um, a couple weeks ago, there was a snake that went missing. I guess it was a snake that was kept in someone's backpack. Then it was found, hmm. which is great. It was hmm. returned to its owner. And then it uh, turns out the snake escaped again. Right. And it's been missing for a week or two now. Um, but now... It's been found again. Wonderful. Wow. What great. a That's great good. happy treat yes. that there isn't just a ball python slithering around Victoria right now. Roaming.
0: It was a very tame <laughs> python. Yeah. I don't think it would have gotten into too much trouble. I'm more concerned no. for the health and safety of the python itself.
1: Yeah, so it's been to a vet hospital uh, for a assessment, but it appears to be in good health, which is good. I'm not entirely sure if it's going back to the owner or what's going to happen there. There might might be a follow up to this story, but I just really love that there was one police officer mm. um, who was known to be familiar with snakes. Got it. Uh, who was able to take the reptile into custody without incident.
0: That's so great. I wonder how you do
1: that, how you wrangle a snake.
0: Yeah, you were thinking something about a wicker basket. I don't know. if people are, yeah, yeah. If snakes are comfortable in a those. Snake in call
1: a... maybe and it's sure. others oh. upon you. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Um, or maybe just wrangled it put it in a bag and I think to go.
0: Yeah, if you if it's a cop who's comfortable with snakes, you probably just got him by hand.
1: Yeah, well, hopefully in the next few weeks there's not another story saying that the snake went missing again.
0: Yeah, people feel strongly about where the snake should go now, but let's just hope that it, it'll get to a good place, I should think, and what's mm-hmm. best for the snake. And uh, honestly, I'm not much of a snake guy, as you know. <laughs> You're more of a lizard, dude. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I guess on the spectrum, yeah, I'm closer to lizard, but yeah. I'm glad that in all walks of life there are those... Who like to touch a snake. <laughs> oh, this is such a nice story Sammy. me here. This a band like a local band was playing up in Whistler and Gene Simmons from KISS, that Gene Simmons wanders up on stage and joins in with them and uh, you said you
1: when you were reading the story like teared up? I was. Okay, when I watched the video I started tearing up because these were like, you know, a mix of musicians. Some look like they've been musicians their entire life, mm-hmm. you know, kind of working the same gig. I just like made up my own story in my mind. <laughs> yes. Like I totally just went there and I was like, you know, they've been working so hard as musicians and nothing's really like stuck for them but they're happy doing what they love every yep, day. Yep. Career and then- music Musicians, yeah. Grinding
0: it up. They're not doing it for the fame or no. the big giant paychecks. And
1: then all of a sudden Gene Simmons gets on stage. There's videos of it. And just like seeing their faces and their reactions and what it must have felt like mm. as a musician on stage with Gene Simmons. I think it probably was a moment that they'll never forget. It's like one of those once in a lifetime things. And it got me all emotional.
0: That's really nice. Like even hearing you just say that made me like, I was like, okay, Gene, yeah, Gene Simmons, big deal. Whatever. One time I saw Gene Simmons in an airport. So what? But I agree that that's a really nice thing when someone who has achieved at the top level like that, you know, shares the stage with you. Mm -hmm. What what like magic can you glean from them and, and their skills even in that way? I was thinking about like, yeah, well, who would you like to have that kind of a run in with?
1: Oh, wow. I don't know.
0: There's there's two things, I think. I would love for like some elite athlete. Mm-hmm. to teach me how to just show me how to do like I'm thinking about I don't want to say Tom Brady but do you know what I mean like the some great quarterback to oh. show me how to throw a perfect spiral
1: oh I would, okay that got me thinking about like Mike Tyson throw a punch yeah Oh, okay. just like 10 minutes with Mike Tyson I feel like I would improve so much at boxing
0: here's another one I'm useless in the kitchen as much as I try what about, like, some wonderful celebrity chef to come there? And, like, I don't expect, like, they're going to teach me how to turn my entire chefing game around. But just, hey, can you show me that thing you do with the knife and the knuckles and you oh, yeah. chop real fast? Can you show me the quick chop
1: thing? I want to do that. Or just buy me a slap chop. Or Guy Fieri. Just, like, show me how to really just enjoy a burger to the fullest.
0: Yeah. Do I have to put my hair in that with the gel and everything <laughs> and grow my goatee? Or can I just do it like this? Christina says... My question is, how did Gene get into Canada with the borders technically closed, (gasps) non-essential travel, Ah! or those travel rules do not apply to the super
1: rich? That's Mm. a very, very good question. So it turns out that Gene Simmons has a home that he owns in Whistler. So I guess there's some, you know, if you own a place, you can get through the border somehow because you just have to prove that you live there. Listen,
0: if I'm Gene Simmons and the COVID goes down, I mean, like, before the border closes, I'm absolutely scampering to Whistler and hunkering yeah. down for the duration. So that's a good question, Christina, and that was a close one, because I was ready to wag my finger yeah, at Gene Simmons, and then what, who knows what he would waggle back at me. Who? His tongue. His tongue, yeah. yeah his tongue. <laughs> Top like trending thing today unfortunately is that uh, Carol Baskin who we all got to know and love in love from the Tiger King documentary is going to be on Dancing with the Stars oh, no. if you're a big fan of it. yeah and then i also saw today that also from that documentary Joe Exotic himself is releasing uh, underwear
1: um. with his face
0: right on the the like the deal pouch
1: the deal pouch
0: if you know what i mean yeah, yeah. it's like one of those pa- at this point i think i'm mad at netflix for foisting these people onto us do you know like i've come full circle where i was like wow thanks for the distraction from covid and then it Mm -hmm. was like okay enough already and now i'm all the way back to mad like you know when netflix subscription renewal time comes around i'm just gonna be like are you gonna tiger king me again and take up this mental real estate inside of my brain
1: netflix you don't don't have to watch it i know i don't
0: have to but i have now and it's just like it's just in there these people live in my brain forever yeah, it's interesting. Can I have the internal sunshine of the spotless mind <laughs> procedure done where I remove these people? And then when I see this trending, I can just be like, Carol, who now? Next, moving on to my life.
1: Yeah, it does seem like it, it, they kind of enabled them a little bit, eh? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe just a tad. <laughs>
0: Great little video going around right now of this young man who feels very passionately about something going on at the uh, civic political level right now mm-hmm. going on in the States in his town. And uh, so we went to like the city council meeting and presented his case as, you know, I think we all ought to do when we feel strongly about something. So I'm going to play you a little bit of this and you let me know where you come down on it. Cause I have some
2: real thoughts.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: We have been casually ignoring a problem. I go into nice family restaurants and I see people throwing this name around and pretending as though everything is just fine. I'm talking about boneless chicken wings. I propose that we as a city remove the, excuse me, I'm trying to, Yeah. excuse me. Yeah, I mean, it is a serious issue you're yeah. just talking about. Yeah. Don't I propose that we as a city remove the name boneless wings from our menus and from our hearts. I don't go to order boneless tacos, I don't go and order boneless club sandwiches, I don't ask for boneless auto repair. It's just what's expected.
0: Hmm. Do you like boneless wings? I like boneless wings. But do you like bone-in wings too? I do. He's making a fine point that like It's not the wings. It's not the wing. That's a good point.
1: But well I know that. And it's, that's okay. It's the it's the fun of it. It's prepared like a wing. Yes. I think that's the difference. That's and I and but I, I, understand. I know
0: that. I just like it's about the size of a wing. Yeah. I'm just playing a little cute trick on my brain for a second. I know I'm not eating a wing,
1: but it's like someone did give me a wing and magically the bone. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I can feel. I can understand, like, how he feels a little deceived, though.
2: Yeah. Children are raised being afraid of having bones attached to their meat. We need to teach them that the wing of a chicken is from a chicken, and it's delicious.
0: Okay. Okay, all right. I, but I, I don't know. I still don't understand. Okay, but this is where he kind of turns me back around, mm-hmm. is
2: that he has some ideas for what they could be called. We can call them buffalo-style chicken tenders. Hmm. We can call them wet tenders. <laughs> we can call them saucy nugs or trash. <laughs> Trash. Come on. Do you like these like things or don't you, dude? saucy
0: nugs,
1: though. That's so, great.
0: That's a good one. If you're going to call them saucy <laughs> nugs, we can get on board. But otherwise, I think just leave the boneless chicken wings alone. Mm-hmm. Let us play a trick on our brain, don't you think?
1: I mean, I guess so. I have some uh, problems with salad dressing that I want to address, actually. Please go on. Yes. Yeah, because uh, all of our lives we've been putting dressing on our salads, uh-huh. like ranch yes. dressing. Uh-huh. But it's the same stuff that you're R- dipping your pizza in. Okay. It's sauce. Oh. We're just putting sauce on our salad. It's what? salad sauce and not dressing. By saying it's dressing, oh. we're just, like, pretending that it's, like, a nice, fancy thing. And then we feel good about ourselves. for so we're putting it upon our vegetables. Rich Jenny West. Thank you. You guys got big floppy lips! Today, the video game world is celebrating the 35th anniversary of Super Mario. Yay! Hey, aren't you 35 years old, Paul?
0: Yes, I am.
1: I-, I always say this. You're the exact same person as Super Mario. Oh,
0: okay. I don't know about that.
1: Okay, mustache.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have that, but...
1: Are you wearing overalls today? My Nona got me these. Weren't you a plumber before you were in radio?
0: Here's my plunger.
1: What's your brother's name again?
0: Luigi. Remember
1: that one time I saw you kill that turtle? It was a bad turtle. do you have bananas in your pocket? At all times? He doesn't have commandments. <laughs> 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 be Donkey Kong! But yes! <laughs> and listen to what happens when I shove you in this hole.
0: <laughs> Mamma Mia! I can't believe we forgot the most obvious joke of me doing mushrooms. Got my Canucks hat on. It's Canucks. It's game day.
1: Woo! It was an everyday game day or something.
0: Yeah, not yesterday, but here we go, Jen. <laughs> this is it. Game six. Canucks trying desperately to force a game seven. Yeah. Playoff hockey at its best. Last Canadian team. Young, new Canuck team that is, like, just fiery and fired up. Has, do you know this, these Canucks have a 1% chance of winning the Stanley Cup, according to wow. Vegas odds makers? I am going to go. But imagine, put $100
1: on the Canucks right now. Mm-hmm. Well, You would win. What's that? I don't know. But do you know what I mean? It's exciting playoff hockey. Yeah, and I won't be watching any of it. Instead, I'll be watching Canada's drag race because it's the finale of that.
0: Oh, uh. that's happening at my house too tonight, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: you yeah, probably actually. won't be watching the no, game either. So, yeah, there's uh, three queens left. But uh, the last episode, Jimbo from here in Victoria got eliminated. But there's some really cool news uh, that Jimbo shared with viewers is that he's trying to create a TV show. It's almost like a Pee Wee's Playhouse, but like a dirty version. And um, they're going to create this really cool space in in Chinatown in Victoria uh, where they can include a whole bunch of people from the LGBTQ2 plus community and act and different characters and right now there is a kickstarter it's called a uh, house of jimbo and you can go donate if that's something you want to see i want to see something like yeah. that here in victoria we have such a vibrant scene and to have like a hub like that here in victoria with jimbo's presence i think would be oh incredible
0: jimbo's the one to do it and yeah. okay when i remember the very first time i saw jimbo this was years and years ago And I was seeing, it was a different show. It was like a live variety show. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of normal. And like, it was, you know, talking and jokes. And then Jesse Roper played a song. Like, it was really cute and nice. And then at the end, Jimbo comes out in like one of his most horrifying creations with, I think it was like six boobs. And then like (laughs) babies were coming out of him and stuff. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, this is like making me so horrified (laughs) and uncomfortable in the best, most artistic way. And so for him now to be, ex- be exposed to this huge national audience, I think is great. I yeah. love that he's capitalizing it on in this way. And I thought from the very beginning when I heard he was on this show, I was like, yeah, go Jimbo. But I was like, there's no he he's winning this. He's too weird to win this show. But that's OK. All uh, he needs is to go into the last. Like, what was he? Final four or whatever. Yeah, final four. And so now he can just take that exposure and do this something this sweet? That's awesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Can you do that voice? Batman. When I talk about Batman, that's the voice that Jenny does. Shoot it again. Every time.
1: And that's all he it says, hurts. right? Batman, I am him. It is I, Batman. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> Ow. Uh, How did they do that the whole movie, though? Know?
0: I know. Adam West is Ouchie. a real hero. Ouchie. Um, uh, Batman's Ooh. in the news <laughs> because the new one is being filmed, but Robert Pattinson, who plays Batman, mm-hmm. has COVID, and they had to shut oh, down production.
1: Oh, no. Yeah. That's... Terrible.
0: It kind of, well, it does. Uh, I know. Yeah, yeah, it kind of sucks. You guys yeah. get COVID. I hope he recovers and everything. It's pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the classic joke. Brian has been making this joke all day long. Brian Boytano. Yeah. It's because he wears his mask the wrong way.
1: <laughs>
0: right. It's like literally yeah. the opposite of the kind yeah, of mask you should yeah, be wearing. It's so
1: right, it's right. like and actually
0: Bane is the one who wears the mask properly. Oh yeah, he's not to gonna prevent get COVID. again COVID. Right. But he's like. Your precious armory. That's how he talks. I do a good Bane impression.
1: Yeah, it was pretty good. Batman. Is
0: this Bacar. I will break you. <laughs> That's good, right? Do
1: you want to introduce this song like that?
0: This is Bacar with Helen back in the zone at 91.3. Could you tell? <laughs> Are you laughing? Because this is the most incredible thing that someone has ever done yeah. for us. Steven texted us a picture that he made. But Jenny was doing Batman impressions before. Go ahead. Batman! (laughs) Right. Which is kind of like a cross between, like, more of a cookie monster, and there's some, like, ethnic accent going on in there that's not correct. Anyways, Steven made this um, chart of preference of Batman, most favorite to least favorite, and has got them all. I mean, Clooney, Affleck, Bale, Adam West, Mm -hmm. Kilmer, Keaton jenny west
1: (laughs) i'm at the most favorite side most favorite Thank you so much i worked really hard on that character and And, uh yeah
0: i didn't even realize the differentiator to begin with but i love it the like west comma (laughs) j versus west comma a for adam west (laughs) oh my how the amount of
1: effort you put in was incredible so thank you so much was that steven yeah that was fantastic
0: we mentioned it earlier. We were joshing around about how it's the 35th anniversary of Super Mario coming to the very original Nintendo home entertainment system. You all. Oh my god! I love that. When I got that for Christmas, it was the greatest day of my life.
1: Right. I just remember playing like Mario Kart as a as a kid.
0: Not well. Here's something for you, because Nintendo today announced like a ton of celebratory things for Mario 35 is what they're calling it Mm -hmm. and it's like a bunch of re-releases of classic video games and all that which people are excited about to various degrees but listen to this for Mario Kart they are releasing this the game of Mario Kart where it comes with like a remote control Mario Kart toy whoa that has a camera on it and then the camera transmits what it sees to your TV and your, like, little game player. Huh. And then you're playing it on your, like, controller pad, right? Yeah. And, it's, and then it zips around your
1: house. That's really cool. Isn't that kind of cool? I yeah. really like that idea. You were you were thinking, like, it was kind of gimmicky, though. Everything but-
0: Nintendo does these days is gimmicky, honestly. Yeah. I just want to sit in my underwear with <laughs> Cheeto dust down my chest and, like, sit there clacking buttons to play video games. Right. And they're always like, swing a thing. And and pretend to be bowling and now this is a remote control car and it's all like okay, gimmick, gimmick, gimmick. But this one, yeah, I think it is kinda neat. I
1: do love myself an R C car. Um I don't think my cats would like it though. A lot of pets getting like real wild with it
0: now this is exactly where it gets cool it's like like, okay great it drove under the coffee table for the millionth time big deal boring but pets chasing the car now that is an added bonus of like oh wow this is happening
1: adorable
0: story today heartwarming and wholesome is this little boy in New Zealand who is the doctor Mm -hmm. and they're like what's going on here and it turns out he had stuck a Lego man's arm up his nose. Oh,
1: no. That's not where that goes.
0: And they got it out, and they were like, how long has that been in there? <laughs> Two years. <laughs>
1: Two years he had this.
0: Two years this kid had, uh, like, that's most of his life at that point oh if he's seven gosh. years old. Yeah. Two years a Lego man's arm. But when I thought about that, I was like, you know what? Especially if it didn't have the hand Mm. in the arm. Think about a Lego man's arm, right? That is perfect, the perfect shape and size to get really like hooked into a nasal cavity and then just stay there. And then probably there's a little bit of airflow in there through, Mm. too. So maybe he whistled when he (gasps) sneezed or something, you know. But the old Lego
1: arm whistle.
0: (laughs) But uh, so, yeah, it makes sense that a Lego man's arm would be stuck in there for two years.
1: Yeah, it's a perfect fit. A smart kid.
0: Now. (laughs) The question is, of Uh course, um, uh, what have you got stuck in your body at any point (laughs) in time for any amount of time?
1: I don't think I've had anything really stuck. I've had a friend who kept on swallowing their retainer. Oh. Like a little piece of their retainer would just come unhinged and would feel pain in her stomach and then yeah realize that she swallowed it. I think it was like three or four
0: times oh my
1: god <laughs> yeah what I, did they do um I think one time it had to go into surgery well I guess it out. so yeah. yeah and then the other time she was able to like pass it wow yeah
0: um I had an aunt who uh kept sticking berries up her nose <laughs>
1: Again, perfect
0: bit. Just like, boop, boop. And then eventually it became an issue. And I think they had to go to the doctors for the berries to be removed. Look at that. Phone's ringing. So, yeah. Call, text right now. What did you get stuck in your body? Let us know. <laughs> trying the conversation. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> my sister, when she was young, she had a rubber band stuck up her nose. We had to go to the hospital and get it pulled out.
1: Oh, really? so did she just like sniff it and then it got stuck up there? Yeah, I
0: don't know. I guess my parents, they just saw a little bit of it sticking out. And they're like, what is that? So my son, a couple of days ago, he was sneezing like crazy. And we couldn't I <laughs> thought, you know, oh, God, maybe it's COVID or whatever. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You know, you get a cold and you think it's COVID now, right? Yeah. Of course. So he sneezed, and out came a blade of grass. <laughs> Did he hork it up there too, or was this just he fell into the grass or something I don't know if he maybe ate it when we weren't looking, and it went you know went up that way.
1: amazing. the things You're in children's noses dead. well well, I'm glad it came out for him. yeah, nice
0: family tradition <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: uh-huh. I guess so <laughs> so the strangest thing was when we were teenagers playing pool somebody bet somebody they couldn't put the eight ball in their mouth the what the eight ball yeah it goes in but it pops behind your teeth he had to have his jaw dislocated no! to get his oh, that's
1: awful <laughs> oh. drooling everywhere it was funny but whatever
0: oh that's so oh, i'm getting anxiety thinking about that that's <laughs> oh my awful god,
1: i didn't even think about that <laughs> yeah few drinks out yeah? better people but there you go oh my god that's a lesson for everyone yeah and anytime i play pool and i see the eight ball i always think of it
0: Listen to this. Remember last week we were talking about how my dream COVID test would not be I go sit in a car in a lineup mm-hmm. and someone jams a thing in my brain up my nose. Oh, how horrible. I I was like, give me something to pee on. <laughs> you were like, oh, I'll lick a thing. I'm like, yeah, ideally I'd like to pee on something. But either way. A thing at home that you could just take real quick, wouldn't that be great if you, you know, especially as flu season and allergies and everything, you're going to start yeah. rearing up in the second wave here. Um, I'm reading today that Health Canada has now changed its course on COVID-19 testing at home. It says uh, rapid COVID-19 tests similar to... Home pregnancy oh tests exist as prototypes in a research lab, and they are thinking they're willing to consider approving these home tests to screen for the virus.
1: So many things I gotta pee on these days, you know?
0: <laughs> Sorry, what?
1: Pregnancy tests. Uh, we well, gotta pee on the ovulation sticks. Do you? Yeah, you got, Now you got COVID tests. It's, it's a hard maneuver as someone who sits down and uses the toilet.
0: Oh, uh, I think um, you can get keto strips too if you're trying to do the like keto diet. Oh yeah. You can pee on those, I think.
1: Mm. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, it is better than shoving a thing up your nose. What? Right.
0: Yeah. Hell this yeah. is.
1: Pretty- oh, no, you're
0: right. <laughs> wow, we're not saying you're wrong. Thanks for listening today.
1: Oh, what a treat! What uh, a delight! W-
0: we should go. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna go. <laughs>
1: Okay. I gotta
0: go. Bye tomorrow. <laughs>
1: Goodbye
2: tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks for joining the PJ party for more from Paul and Jenny, get them live two to six weekday afternoons on the zone at 913 three or around the world via the internet's tubes at the zone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. So get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.